systems initiated. You're listening to the Empire Podcast Network. This is the Steve Freeman Podcast. Coming up on today's episode, we are taking a look at the nine habits of the most highly successful people. You don't want to miss today's episode. Find out what you're doing wrong. Find out what you can do right. I'm Steve Freeman. This is the Steve Freeman Podcast brought to you by Found. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real, raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Well, I can tell you for sure that the most successful people that I know have their banking in order. They know exactly what they're doing. And that's why I want to talk to you about my friends at Found. If you're self-employed, there is no other excuse. You need to be banking with Found because they are banking for the self-employed. It's easy to sign up. No credit check, no minimum balance, no monthly fees. When you're self-employed, you got to keep things separate. You got to know what's going on with your business. You need to be able to track your income and business expenses and do complicated self-employed taxes. Found, matter of fact, takes care of all that so you can focus on the parts of your job that you love. Found is a full-featured business banking account, okay? You get uh, business checking, you get a business debit card, you get direct deposit and ATM access. It's an all-in-one business income and expense tracker as well. With automatic expense categorization, you can set up your own custom categorization rules It captures your receipts right there in the app. It has a note log and you can import transactions from other sources and invoicing programs. When it comes to taxes, Found has you covered because they have uh, comprehensive and easy to use tax features, including a custom tax bill uh, calculator, dedicated tax savings accounts, intelligent tax withholding, right? It'll automatically withhold taxes for you if you wanted to. And it offers auto-generated Schedule C and in-app tax payments. I'm telling you, if you're self-employed, it will change your life. Tax time, like right now, it won't be as frustrating this time next year if you get found. I promise you. They're FDIC insured. They offer real-time transaction notifications that keep you on top of any suspicious activity on your account. And it only takes minutes to sign up. Again, no minimum balance, no monthly fees, no credit check, and it's easy to sign up within just minutes. If you're self-employed, get found. Go to get.found.app slash Steve Freeman. That's get.found.app forward slash Steve Freeman. Welcome back to another episode of the Steve Freeman podcast. It's so good to have you here. Happy Friday. While you're here, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcast. Uh, leave us a five-star review. And if you don't mind, take 30 seconds out of your day and leave us a written review. It goes a long way to getting the show out to 
other people. And we want more people. We want new people. So leave us that written review if you don't mind. If you're watching today's episode on the Steve Freeman Podcast YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe to the channel, number one. Number two, leave us a like and leave us a con- uh, comment if you don't mind. Make sure you're following me everywhere on social media, especially Instagram, at the Steve Freeman. And if you want to connect with me one-on-one, the best way to do that is to text me. I, I'm not doing email anymore. Text me, 949-577-8227. That's 949-577-8227. A lot of you DM me on Instagram, Facebook, send emails. This is the best way to make sure that you have access to me. If you want to communicate with me, this is the best way. 949-577-8227. I do need to let you guys know and update something. We have just about got all of the online courses for the Outsider VIP Club uploaded it's just about done probably uh, by the time you're hearing this it will be available and if you would like over 50 hours of online courses having to do with the music business songwriting production artist development growing your career if that's something that interests you i highly suggest you head over to thestevefreeman.com and check out uh becoming an outsider vip because when you when you do that and you become a member You get access to all 50 plus hours of all of those online courses. It's awesome. Seriously, Uh, the the emails that I've gotten back from people that have said they, they have taken the courses and gone through it and actually implemented what I've talked about in these courses. Uh, Speaking of songwriting, I've got a course on there with my friend, Reggie Ham, five time CSAC songwriter of the year. I think 26, 27, 30 something number one hits he's written. Uh, and he talks about songwriting, his process, the, the, the business of it. I think it's something you might want to check out. That's the Outsider VIP Club. You can sign up at thestevefreeman.com. What I want to talk about today uh, is something I, I'm actually I'm fascinated with. Uh, one of the things that I've always tried to do in my career is look around at people that I, I I see their life and it's like I I want to try to accomplish those things. Now listen, there's a big difference in in trying to look at it at highly successful people and try to emulate or recreate that success for yourself than it is to to be jealous or covet material things or a specific lifestyle. That's not what I'm that's not what I do anyway. Now look being out here in Southern California I'm surrounded by Ferraris and Lamborghinis and McLarens. And sure, every Saturday morning when I go up to Cars and Coffee, I look around and go, yep, I I think I would take that one. And I I might take those two over there, too. What I'm talking about is looking at people that you admire. And this could be from a I actually I recommend that it be both from a personal and professional standpoint. Uh, I know the people that I admire, the people that I respect, that I look up to. I have different categorizations for them. There are certain people that I admire, that I look up to, that I try to emulate on the professional side. And then there are people on the personal side. I've not found a lot of people out there that actually meet both of those criteria. I often find that it's two separate things. So there's people in this category over here. I love the way they've built their business. I love what they've done financially. And I want to recreate that and emulate that in my own life if I can. But I don't necessarily want their personal life. And 
And that's uh, that that's tricky because we know we've talked about so many times. There's so much sacrifice that goes into building a, a professional life and building a business and building a career. There's so much that goes into it. The sacrifice that causes that and that comes with that is what oftentimes makes us go, I want their success, but I don't necessarily want their life because some of us, in all honesty, are not willing to make those kind of sacrifices. And, and that's okay. That's why I have another set of people that I tend to admire and want to emulate and, and make my personal life more like that. I believe there is a way that you can combine those two things. I think you can take elements and combine those two things. But today I wanted to take a look at nine habits of highly successful people. This is going to tend to be more on the professional business side. But I will say, as I was reading over these and I was looking, I think if you implement these things into your life or into your business, I think it's only going to get better. I, I honestly do. Let's kick it off. Number one, they get up early. Nearly 50% of the self-made millionaires get out of bed at least three hours before their workday actually starts. Many of them use the free time to tackle personal projects, plan their day, or make time for exercise. Get up early. Now, as this relates to me, ever since our kids have been in school, I, I, I mean, I, I'm a, I usually get up between 6 and 6.30. So, well, actually, now in California, the time thing has really messed me up because for a while I was getting up at like 3.45, 4 in the morning because back in Nashville, it's 6, 6.30 in the morning. So I'm trying to adjust. I should probably get up earlier. I don't really know what it's like to sleep in anymore, but I don't know about you. When I normally get up around 6.30 in the morning, 6.15, 6.30, if I get up at 7, I feel like my day has completely gotten off on the wrong foot. God forbid I, I actually, quote unquote, sleep in and sleep till 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning, 8.30. I did that a couple of months ago, and I felt like shit all day long. I don't know what it is. So I get this, when, and I've heard this from multiple different people, that the most successful people get up early. I'm going to have Tom Dowd on uh, next week uh, because I wanted to have him on before Wall Street uh, premieres on HBO Max with Mark Wahlberg, where the, they had a film crew follow him around, and it's all about his businesses and his entrepreneurial spirit and all the businesses he's building. Uh, his partner in all those businesses is my friend Tom Dowd. Tom has told me repeatedly about Mark's routine, and Mark gets up at 4 a.m. religiously. Um, I, I don't, and sometimes earlier. But when I look around at other successful people, I have found that to be the case. They all get up early. One of the things that I have found is that when I do get up earlier, and there are times when, for whatever reason, I will wake up at 4.30 in the morning, and, I, and I'm wide awake. I know for a fact that on the days that that just mistakenly happens to me, I feel like I accomplish so much more. And I do, I do my best work. I do it early in the morning and I do it late at night. Now, that's controversial because one would say, well, if you go to bed late, then it's almost impossible to get up early and get enough sleep. But here's my philosophy behind this. I love working on the weekends and I love working early in the morning and I love working late at night. And here's why. 
I'm not saying this works for you. I'm just saying this is for me. I love the idea and thinking that I am getting ahead of other people. And if they are at home watching Netflix or they're sitting on their couch at 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, if I'm working, I'm getting ahead. The other thing for me is that if you consider normal business hours, if you think, okay, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., whatever, banker's hours, if you will, 8 to 4.30, whatever. I, I like to think that, number one, I'm getting ahead if I'm working outside of those areas. But not only just getting ahead, to me, it's almost a thing of, okay, everybody else is off. Now there's no expectations on me. I'm not going to be receiving any calls from clients. I'm not going to be uh, readily available for anybody to distract me from what I'm trying to do. So I look at that as me and my business time. I'm not going to be bothered by anybody else. So I want to take advantage of this time. That's why I like working late at night. I feel like I get ahead, number one. But number two, I'm really not going to be distracted by anything. And, and, and there's no expectations on me because it's not normal business hours. And that's when I can focus on the things that are most important to me. That's when I can focus on planning and growing and doing those things because there's no expectations on me at that time because it's not normal business hours. So get up early. If you're not getting up early, I highly suggest it. It's, it's worth it in every way. And once you do it for a week or a week and a half, then you know what? It becomes a routine and, and then it just becomes a part of your life, which is pretty much anything. We're talking about successful habits. Habits are habits. They are habit forming. Start it, get a routine with it, and keep it going. Number two, they read a lot. Now, I'm, this is, I guess if you consider reading articles and looking online, that, that, that is, but 88% of wealthy respondents in this survey say they devote 30 minutes or more each day to education or self-improvement through reading. Now, most of these successful people, they don't do it for entertainment. They prefer biographies, history, and self-help books. Now, I don't know if watching Gary Vee on YouTube counts because it's not technically reading, it's watching. But I would highly recommend that you find something that you do enjoy reading. What, one of the things I think that they do this, why they do this, is because when you, when you are watching something, it's too easy to be distracted by something else. When you're reading something, you are really locked in because you're concentrating on the words on the page or you're concentrating on the words on the screen. You're not really susceptible or open to outside distraction that can just easily snap you out of watching that video you're watching or snap you out of uh, your laptop screen. This is why they read. The more you know, wasn't that a campaign by the library or PBS or somebody back in the, in the 80s or the 90s? But it is the truth. The more you know. I have learned so many things that I have applied in my own life, in my own business that had nothing to do with what I was reading. But I liked the concept and I thought, wow, okay, wait a minute. How can I take that and apply that to what it is that I'm doing? I can't tell you the number of times uh, that that has happened. Legendary investor and self-made billionaire Warren Buffett says that reading has been the most crucial habit he's developed. 
And okay, if you're looking for something to read, why not pick up some of the business classics that that Buffett and others read? You can find that Google it. Warren Buffett's favorite books, and they're right there. I also want to make it clear: I'm not talking about going and finding yourself a guru and reading all their books. I don't. I don't subscribe to a lot of that. I think a lot of those guys put out expectations that they managed to achieve but are not necessarily real world acceptable and achievable by most people that's i don't i don't buy into that philosophy but when you look at people like warren buffett there's no denying the guy is you know one of the if not the one of the most rich richest men in the world he's lived a great life he's he's an awesome and amazing human being as well if there's one example of maybe somebody to to aspire to from a financial and personal standpoint. I've watched several documentaries on Warren Buffett, and he's an, a very interesting figure. Very interesting figure. But read, and read a lot. Take 30 minutes, take 15 minutes, take 10 minutes, and just focus on reading and educating yourself a little more. Find a topic or find a subject that you want to learn more about and spend time studying it. I promise you that gaining and acquiring knowledge is the most beneficial thing that you can do in your life or in your business. Number three, many of the self-made millionaires said they make time to process everything that's going on in their lives. The rich tend to think in isolation in the mornings. This is what I do. I love isolation i have no problem being by myself i have no problem being alone um i i like the isolation effect i like being somewhere where there is no outside influence uh the, the phone is turned off i'm not worried about a computer i'm not thinking about anything else i need that complete isolation to allow basically a, a brain vomit if you will just get everything out get it down one of the things I like to do, I, I've said this in, in, in some of my online courses, I've said this in podcasts and videos in the past, I'm big on writing things down. I know we've got notes in our phones and I know we've got all that stuff on our computers. I like doing away with all that because I find that I retain information so much more when I physically write it down. It's easy to get yourself a little journal, legal pad, something like that. But if you want to take this 30, 15 to 30 minutes every day, I think you should get a, a notepad and a pencil or pen and spend that isolation time with yourself every day, getting everything that's in your head out of your head. Because if you just walk around all day and continually input, if you're continuing to allow things to come in and take up your space, you're going to get overwhelmed. And when you're overwhelmed, you get depressed and you can't accomplish anything. So consider this 15 to 30 minutes every day like a brain dump. Get it all out. Get it all out on paper. And then prioritize. I have three zillion ideas every day. Different businesses, different ways to grow my business. I, I, all day long. Wants, desires. I, I mean, it just, it just, it's there. It's flooding all day long. And, and many of them that I will find myself focusing on and going, oh, I want to do that. How, how do I need to do that? Well, I need to grab that domain. I need to get all those social media handles. I need. And then later, once I've spent an hour and a half, two hours on this thing, I realize that it is nowhere near important 
as 50 other things I really need to be focusing on, and then I've wasted time. It's not that I didn't have a great idea, but it's about setting priorities. And I think if you do that, if you, if you brain dump every day onto a piece of paper, not your laptop, because again, you're going to get distracted, not your phone again, because your texts are going to go off. You're going to get a notification from TikTok. You're going to get a, a notification from Instagram. Something's going to happen. Turn your phone off, turn your, shut the laptop, turn the computer off, set somewhere in isolation and quiet where you can be by yourself with just a pencil and a pad. Write everything down. Once you've got everything down, then make a priorities list and go, what of these is the most important? What needs to be done first? What should be done first? And it requires you to really think, Because a lot of times we want to move the things that are not quite as important, but that are more fun or or more enjoyable. We want to move those to the top because those are the first things we want to do. We've got to be honest with ourselves. We got to have the ability to sit down and go, okay, look, look, I know I want to do this, this, and this, and this, but unfortunately, I need to take care of these other things first. I highly recommend you do this. And if you start getting up early, if you're one of these people that's not an early riser and you don't get up early, you can kill two birds with one stone here. If you get up 30 minutes earlier than you normally do, use that as your time to sit down and brain dump and prioritize. And I, again, I can't say this enough. And you'll, if you do this, you'll understand why that I'm telling you to do it. Get a piece of paper, a legal pad, journal, and write it down. I promise you that when you create your priorities list, it will commit it to memory more and, and it will start to become a habit. And I promise you it will, be, it will be very, very effective. Number four, they make time for exercise and they make it a priority. Working out regularly clears your head and makes you feel more uh, motivated. 76% of, of millionaires in this survey carve out 30 minutes or more for aerobic exercise like jogging, biking, or walking every single day. Billionaire Richard Branson says that his morning routine consists of waking up at 5 a.m. to play tennis or go biking. Now, I will say this. I've not ever been really good at exercise. I've just, I've just not. Uh, th- this amazing chiseled body that that you see before you if you're watching on youtube it's just something god gave me (laughs) i i've never been big on exercise but i will tell you about four weeks ago i made the decision that i was going to start exercising i was going to make the time for it so every morning some of you that follow me on instagram you may see that i post a picture of my apple watch and i'm starting an outdoor walk i try every morning to walk for 15 minutes. And I have noticed that my head is a lot clearer. I'm able to think about things in a, in a completely different way. Not only is it good for your health, which we should all be doing everything that we can do to make sure that our health is in check and that we're exactly where we need to be health wise. So I'm getting that benefit of it as well. But it does, it really allows you to expand your thinking and expand your mind again because you sometimes I'll listen to podcasts. Uh, sometimes I'll listen to music. Sometimes I don't, I don't listen to anything at all and I just enjoy the peace and quiet. I enjoy looking at things around me that I don't normally take the time to notice. All of that enriches your life, all of it. 
so make exercise a priority. If you're not doing that, start doing it. I'm not saying you've got to become a gym rat. I will never do that. You Very rarely will you ever catch me in a gym. Yesterday, I was meeting a friend and the owner of, of the one of the big gyms here in town stopped by and I met him. He's like, oh, you, you know, you need to come check out. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. And I, in my brain, I'm thinking I, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to be me. But I can make time every day to walk. One of the things I'm about to start this week is I'm going to walk 15 minutes in the morning and at least 15 minutes in the afternoon or in the evening. And hopefully double up on, you know, whatever the benefits are that I'm getting from walking, just double up on them. Number five, this one we've talked about recently. They spend time with people who inspire them. Here's an interesting quote for you. Maybe keep this in mind. You are only as successful as those who frequent you frequently associate with. You're only as successful as those you frequently associate with. If you don't have highly motivated people in your personal network, you, you need to make sure that's one of your priorities. Self-made millionaires volunteer, which is a great way to meet other positive, motivated individuals. You can join groups. You can do this social media. I, we need to get off social media, but you can do it through social media. You can do it. I, I highly recommend you do it in person. You want to spend time around people who share your same career or your personal interests. My own mental health wise, I have to tell you, has increased 3,000% since being here in Southern California over this last month. I have met some people, some guys that I've been hanging out with that I met the first week I was here that we all ride motorcycles. We all go out and ride. If you follow me on Instagram, you've been seeing the pictures. We're forming this little OC Moto crew. It is a group of other business owners, of other entrepreneurs. I didn't know that when I met them. It's it's funny how you gravitate towards people. But I'm also, I'm not one that normally goes out. I'm not one that normally gets involved and, and is very social. I'm just not a very social person. But I look, I went and I started hanging out with these guys. And my mental health, my mental space is better right now than, than it's been in years. Because of simply spending time around other people that have the same interests that I do, that have the same drive that I do. So look, you've got to start spending time with people that inspire you, people that you share things in common with, even if you're like me and you, you, you're not really very social and it's just not your thing. I'm, I, look, I'm in the boat with you. That is not normally me. But I made a conscious decision that when we were leaving Nashville and moving to Southern California, that that was one of the things I was going to do. I do not want to live the life that I've lived for 15 years in Nashville. I don't want that. To, I want to be a different version of me. And as hard as it's been for me to do that over the last several weeks, it has done nothing but pay dividends. Huge, huge dividends. And I'll be real honest with you, huge dividends for me personally, huge dividends for me professionally. So I encourage you to do it. Get out, meet other people, and spend time around people that you admire, that, that inspire you, that help you be more creative, that help you live a fuller and richer life. 
that one is a very important one. Number six, highly successful people pursue their own goals. Most self-made millionaires plan to get rich and then make it happen. That's the thing. They make the plan and then they make it happen. 80% of the wealthy are, quote, obsessed with pursuing goals. They refer to both daily and long-term goals regularly. Now, I've had many podcasts where we've talked about goals. I've told you not to set long-term, long-term goals. I mean, don't like set the bar so far out there that there's no deviance for life. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no room for error whatsoever. I believe in more short-term goals. I believe in daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, quarterly goals. I don't necessarily believe in yearly goals because who the hell knows where you're going to be this time next year? I have a pretty good idea where I'm going to be at the end of today. I have a pretty good idea of where I'm going to be at the end of this week. Even at the end of this month and even at the end of this quarter, I'm immediately working on things today that can benefit me within the next three months. I'm not thinking about next year. Now, I have a grand plan that I'm working on that is a long-term goal that is, okay, at 65 years old, where do I want to be? That's, that's the long-term thing. I don't spend any time thinking about it because I, what I like to do is string the days together into weeks. String the weeks together into months, the months into quarters, and the quarters into years. And I believe that if I set the finish line 150 yards out there, it's a lot easier for me to get there. Then I feel a small victory. We've talked about small victories in the past. You've got to find a way to enjoy the small victories, but they're impossible to achieve if you're one of these people that sets too high of expectations for yourself and too lofty of goals that make it almost impossible to do to meet and to actually feel that sense of accomplishment. Set your own goals. Number seven, they get enough sleep. I'm probably, I probably am not doing a good job with this one. Albert Einstein used to sleep 10 hours every night, period, end of story. And he was a pretty smart guy. An overwhelming 89% of self-made millionaires sleep seven to eight hours each night or more. I think I average between six and seven. But like I was talking about Mark Wahlberg, even Mark, he sleeps a ton. He gets a ton of sleep. Sleep is a great way. I mean, that's when your body regenerates. It resets itself. It's like hitting the reset button, starting from fresh, starting from, you know, point one again. So I highly recommend you guys, if you're not getting enough sleep, get enough sleep. It is important. I feel so much better when I get up in the morning, even if I get up early, if I've even gone to bed early, that's don't worry. You're not going to miss anything. If you go to bed at 9.30, 9 o'clock, every once in a while, you're not going to miss anything. I promise you. So get plenty of sleep. I know I feel better when I do. Number eight, they have multiple sources of income. How many times have we talked about this? 65% of millionaires have at least three streams of income created that they've made and they've created prior to making their first million dollars diversifying sources of your income allows you uh, to weather the economic downturns that inevitably occur in any one thing how many times have i told you guys if you've got one target you shouldn't even be at the range 
You guys need to be develop many, many, many sources of revenue, sources of income. And I got an email a few weeks back, somebody that said they would love me to do an episode where I talk about exactly different types of and, and streams of revenue that I have and that I think would be good for other people. And we might get into that. Because if, if you nail yourself down to one thing, if there's any error whatsoever, you, you again, like we were talking a minute ago, you're, you don't make room for life, for real life that's going to happen. Because life looks for nothing more. All life wants to do is have the opportunity to kick you in the nuts once a day. That's it. That's what life's... It's like, okay, where's Steve? Where's Steve? Ah, come here. Let me kick you in the nuts real quick. That's what life is for. And if you tie that to your income and you've got one source of income, one stream of income, you, you the target's on your back. You're not even aiming at that target. Trust me, that target is turning around and aiming at you. Have multiple sources of income. Again, this also ties in and goes back to us being too worried and focused on what vehicle it is that gets us to our destination. I'm not saying they have to all be things you enjoy. Oh, man, I love doing this. I love doing that. Look, passion's great. Love's great. But a lot of the time, most of the time, matter of fact, all the time, you're going to have to do things you don't want to do to get to where you want to be. Pick one or two that you love. Pick three or four that you're okay at, that you're good at. And develop those into different revenue streams for yourself. And I, I will do an episode coming up where I will lay out how I've applied this and the different multiple streams of revenue uh, that I have going on. Maybe we'll do that for one of the episodes next week. The ninth habit of highly successful people is they avoid time wasters. Money isn't the only important resource for wealthy people. Time is crucial. When we invest our time in anything, it's lost forever. Time is the one thing we cannot get back. It's the one thing we can't earned it's the one thing we cannot put in the plus column we only have so much time so you should be so choosy about the apps you spend your time with the people you spend your time with uh, instead of spending hours watching netflix or scro scrolling through instagram do something different do something productive build one of these additional streams and sources of revenue we're talking about you're not ever going to get that time back make sure that you're spending your time wisely and avoid spending your time with people that waste it. I promise if you do that, it's going to blow your mind how much better you feel. Do you notice if you start putting all of these nine things together that it's starting to feel like a little package? You know, you want to sleep more. You want to dedicate more time to exercise. Get up and have you time. Avoid wasting time. Have multiple sources of income. Get enough sleep. Pursue your own goals. Spend time with people that inspire you. Make exercise a priority. Take 15 to 30 minutes a day and, and, and focus on thinking. Do the brain dump we talked about. Read, learn something you don't know, and get up early. Which was number one, by the way. That ought to tell you how important it is. Start making the changes that will help you achieve the things you want to achieve. If you want to have a successful life, if you want to have a successful career, the roadmap is there. Now, not everybody's journey is the same. You're going to have to sacrifice things other people didn't. Your journey to getting to the point where you want to be or even to the point where somebody else might be is going to be completely different. 
the road's going to be paved different. There's different directions. There's different vehicles to get there. But I can promise you, I have started implementing most all nine. As a matter of fact, I've started implementing all nine of these things over the last six to eight weeks, and things have dramatically changed for me. So if you want to know if they work, they work for me. And if they work for me, trust me, they can work for you. Guys, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today's episode, even if it's just a couple of things you can start implementing in your life that that makes your life feel more fruitful. Um, That's what I want. That's that's why I wanted to pick this today and I wanted to talk about this because it's meaning so much to me. And I think if it means that much to me, that it can mean that much to you as well. Guys, while you're here on the app or on the channel, don't forget rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us five stars. Take 30 seconds. Leave us a written review. You can even leave a bad one. That's fine. I would prefer you didn't. But if you want to, uh, leave a written review. If you're watching on the new YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Give us a thumbs up and leave us a comment. Follow me everywhere on social media for daily shenanigans at the Steve Freeman. The Outsiders VIP Club will be up soon and all 50 plus hours of online courses will be available. You can check that out now at thestevefreeman.com. If you want to connect with me directly, you got a question, you want to ask me something, you want to tell me something, you want to give me an idea that you would like to hear me talk about on the podcast, it's simple. All you got to do is text me, 949-577-8227. That's 949-577-8227. The Steve Freeman Podcast is brought to you by Found Business Banking for the Self-Employed. Get your money right, people, and get it right today. It's easy to sign up. It's free. No minimum uh, requirements. There's no credit check, and there's no monthly fees. Go to get.found.app forward slash Steve Freeman. That's get.found forward slash Steve Freeman. Guys, dream big. Work harder. Work harder.